White Hot Magazine of Contemporary Art. This is a candid interview with Al Diaz, also known as Samo, conducted by New York City painters Brian Leo and Rick Prohl. They discuss the exhibition that Diaz has curated at Howell Happening in New York, entitled City of Kings, A History of New York City Graffiti, which runs from 11-19-22 to 1-29-23. Also, Al Diaz is known for his interactions with Basquiat, the Samo graffiti tag uh, being a tag that Diaz and Basquiat shared. I'm sure a lot of you have already read or seen films or heard information about that history. Um, this is Noah Becker from White Hot Magazine. I hope you enjoy the following broadcast. Special thanks to Rick Prohl and Brian Leo and Al Diaz for joining the podcast today. Enjoy. It's you guys that are angry, but I mean, I was angry for a long time too, but all right, but anger this, is, this, is, energy. this is Brian Leo sitting here with, with Rick Prohl. See, that's me. And Al Diaz. That's me. So, um, Al, you were talking about your uh, your talk yesterday at the Howl uh, Part Two. Of the- well, it wasn't my talk. I hosted it, but mm-hmm. but I wasn't mediating or uh, facilitating or talking. I actually I answered one question, but it was a little bit of. I mean, you know what it was? It was it was a, a it was very real in in that you saw who the original graffiti guys were and what they were like because it's a big cross section of of guys from the Bronx, Harlem, uh, um, Brooklyn, and 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 then later Queens and and uptown Manhattan. So yeah. it's just a, it's 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 like anything. It's like a microcosm of of the world. You know, there's always. There's people that are are, are are articulate, others that are, are, are not so articulate, some that are angry, some that are, are you know are nostalgic. Some so it's it was it was a good sense to, in in a good a good cross section. So it was a good uh, example of what who the early graffiti guys were yeah. in that sense. But so, the dialogue was a little bit it was a little all over the place. Just to fill listeners in, uh, Al. Uh, along with co-curators uh, Mariah Fox and Eric uh, Felsbrett, uh, uh, curated uh, City of Kings at the at the Howl. Um, Howl happening. Howl, Howl happening. Arts, yeah. Uh, located on like on First Avenue and no also... Six East First Street. Oh, of course. Six East, Six East First, First Street. Street and Two Fifty Five Bowery and Two Fifty Bowery, which is their other their more swanky location. Um, so the show is called City of Kings. Um, there's two parts. Um, Rick and I attended last week's show. Um, this without, at the Howl. Right, right. Yeah. The uh, uh, two fifty. Yeah, we were there. Some cool oh, stuff. cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's that. That was. See the the show at, at 61st Street was more. Of, that's the timeline. That's the more like didactic kind of, uh, you know, educational. Yeah. Uh, it's a timeline. So yeah. it, 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 it discusses how how. How graffiti, which was created by a bunch of kids from from the city, from the inner city kids, kids, and I mean like between the ages of twelve and sixteen, and how it became what it has become, you know, which is a huge international phenomenon. But it started at that's really its roots. It's what, like Julio two hundred four. First year, 
1967 is when, when when people start to notice this guy Julio 204, a guy who's writing his name, you know, in a very nice handwriting with his street number. So that's a new thing yeah. now, right? And that's where is, is that's that, like the prototype for the for all the two hundred and fourth yeah, Street, yeah, all the way. Wow. In, that's like um, uh, Inwood, right? Yeah. And then Uptown. Tommy one eighty two, eighty three. One eighty three was a little later. He but he he saw that what what Julio was doing. He he um, there was a handful of Greek kids up the, up in Washington Heights, and they started doing uh, writing their names. Right. But Taki. And when Taki was a, they all went to the same school. There were a bunch of Greek kids. This, yeah. uh, Phil T. Greek, Greg sixty nine, um, uh, and Taki one eighty three. So, the more the more notable of those of that group of Greek kids. So these young teenagers, they're I mean they they have roots from the Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico. Well, Greeks, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly because Washington Heights, which is the spawning ground for graph, graf, New York graffiti culture, was a mixed neighborhood. There was a lot of um, there was Greeks, there was Cubans, some Dominican, not as many. Now it's, it's a, yeah. they call it a little Santo Domingo now. But yeah. back then it was more mixed. There was Puerto Ricans, Cubans, and, and Irish as well. What, what's also kind of fascinating is, I mean, this goes back. Aren't there stuff on the Parthenon or something? Greeks. Well, yeah, you know, but, but it, you the, would call it. Yeah, I mean, graffiti. yes, no, no. No, I mean, it, there was graffiti. Yeah. yeah, graffiti was found in, in Pompeii, Pompeii right, and, right. I and I mean, you, cave drawings. It's interesting, you know, though, you know. your how, show, I think, I <laughs> No, because it, you know, it, it really has a history of, right, from but, the beginning. Well, we're, yeah, we're not doing the, we're not doing the entire, right, like, right. history of, of all human beings no, writing on, on the walls. But it's about the, New York, not name not and number, and, right? Yeah, right. What I thought because was, you can, it can, you can take. We would need a, 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 yeah. a football stadium worth right. of wall space no, no, no. to show that. Yeah. But yeah, no, we have to, we have to. Yeah, that's a great acknowledgement. But I think we can start from the Kilroy because I didn't know what Kilroy was until like one day. We right, were World right War II, the World yeah, War II thing. That Kilroy was here, yeah. And 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 then if, if you read about Kilroy more deeper, it, it it goes back to World War One, and it's attributed to a cartoonist in in uh, in England somewhere. Okay, yeah. So it's, it's like it has and then, roots, and then the, right? And the some people, in Massachusetts, right, 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 right. But like the the graffiti or the right tagging Kilroy was here for the soldiers, just like. Was almost like a game for them after a while to just like say like we're in this. It was also a collaboration. Europe, it was a collaboration yeah, because yeah. everybody was doing it. You know, it's like almost like. What? So that's pretty uh, fascinating and amazing that. Uh, and then wasn't didn't I, I think I saw a video at your show with Flint mentioning Kilroy. Um, yes. Yeah. And and maybe he even being inspired by that. Or of something. course, I, I think I think we all in some. Even if it's a subconscious on a subconscious level, we're influenced by that because because I know I I knew about Kilroy as a kid, you know, I mean, right. had had heard about it or whatever, but he was definitely kind of he was in the he was already in our heads, you know, the the, the, the phenomena of of Kilroy was here was in our heads. All right, so Talking One Eighty Three gets a write up in the New York Times in nineteen seventy one, right, and um, that was I mean it was that was that was probably catalytic for, for like kids. Seeing that if you have your, if you spread your name around, you'll you'll be famous, you know, because like having your name in the New York Times to to a kid is you know like you've achieved some sort of fame, right? Yeah. And um, and it was yeah. It's, so it's, it did spawn. It's, uh, the, the the title of that article was 
Taki spawns pen pals. Okay. And he certainly did a lot more after that, you know. And then, um, then the shift from the walls to the trains. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, first, yeah, because I think that happened pretty quickly. But, I, but, I mean, Julio 204 was predominantly. I mean, I mean, some people have seen it in basements on walls up up in the uh, the Brooklyn. I mean, Washington Heights uh, Inwood area. Uh, you know the rock at the end in North Manhattan that has the big C for Columbia University? When you cross the Broadway Bridge, it goes, there's a, a short bridge where the number one train goes over from, from, from Manhattan to um, Marble Hill, which is now the Bronx. There's a, a huge boulder in, in the, uh, where the, the, the East River or the, the, the Harlem River joins with the, with, uh, the Hudson. And there's some somebody climbed up there and saw a Julio 204 tag up there, oh, wow. so he was definitely more on the street. And the early writers in New York City and other cities like Philly were uh, based in the street. You know, like that's where the the, the parks where the kids hang hung out, buildings, you know, hallways. I remember, we, we, we these were rundown areas at, at you know back in the in the seven early early 70s late 60s and uh but then it, it quickly i mean people going to schools you know you're going to school uptown or you know a few stops away from your actual house so you, you bring it onto the subway and the subway served as almost a, a internet back then because a kid in 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 washington heights marks a train that's going to go all the way to far rockaway now a kid in far rockaway sees this and says oh wow what's this and it sparks his interest. And that's how the graffiti spread throughout New York was because of that. So know. kids like Futura, Days, Lady Pink, Crash John Matos, Lee Quinones, Fat Five Freddy, like they were they were tagging trains. Well, Fat Five Freddy was not really a, a, a big graffiti artist. He was okay. a he was a promoter. So he was let's 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 he not don't put him don't put him in the same category as Lee or or, or Crash who who actually painted trains, you know, and okay. Futura, those guys. Fat Five was, was like the Don King kind of character, you know, like he was a promoter. There was something about that show, like Fat Five Freddy and Lee Quinones did in Rome that also... Well, he, he promoted it, but okay. and it was called the Fab Five, which is, that's a really tricky little thing there. Fab Five was referring to the Fabulous Five, which was Doc 103 or 109. Um, I forgot his number. Doc, Mono, uh a slug, uh, Lee, and uh, who else? One, one other guy. Uh, but it wasn't that. Freddie was not a big graffiti writer. Okay. He, you know, he did that one thing with the soup cans, and I believe yeah. Lee did the drawing for him. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So uh, he wasn't. And then he, he somehow he promoted that show, and then gave basically gave himself the name Fab Five Freddie. Right. But he was because he was promoting the Fab Five. So, all right, Freddie Braithwaite. What about Scene? Do you remember Scene? Scene was, yeah, Scene was, like, all those guys were like later, later, um, later generation. They, they, they started writing a little later. Than, but oh. Scene was from, I, I think, from the West or North Bronx. No, yeah. I'm not sure. He's, I, he's I, I, very I, successful, Scene. Yeah, yeah. Extremely successful. He's out on the West Coast. He's bought some Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Excellent. He's been very right. Cool. I think you mentioned that last year, actually. Yeah. yeah. I didn't mean, but. He's been pretty supportive. 
Um, then the Times Square show. Um, you're in the show. No, I'm not in the show. You're not in the show. I'm not in the Times Square. This is like misinformation. I, I yeah, picked that's up on the absolute, like, so absolutely not true. Wow. I was not. I was at that time. I was starting. I was playing in the, in the 80s. I was playing music. I was not doing any. I mean, I, I did. I did some notebooks and some like collage stuff for myself that I really didn't share much, but I still have that stuff. And I'm actually but doing Samo like something. Samo had been established. By Samo that. was in 1978, yeah. and Samo Samo lasted a year and a half, if that. Okay. And it was me and Jean Michel, but Jean Michel kind of took it as because he because we had a little press behind it. He kind of jumped on it and said, "I'm Samo. I'm Samo." Kind of like trying to promote himself. It was. It was only local fame. It wasn't international. The, the wor entire world didn't know what the fuck Samo right. was. I didn't know it was only one it was, and a half years. It was a downtown thing. It, was, it, was oh, yeah. it started in January I, I 1978. Specifically, yeah. And by, by uh, December 78, we got an article in The Voice, and it, which, is, which is completely... It's interesting because they reissued the article, but they shifted the photograph that they took and cut me out of the photograph and just highlighted Jean-Michel. But if you read the article, which if people just look at fucking pictures, you will see that it's Al and Jean, Al and Jean, Al and Jean. Somehow they just wanted to, because of the, the cult of the personality, where it's more, it's more exciting just to make it about Basquiat because he's such a big name. And this way, everyone, anybody else that I, that I was. I don't mean to interject in, because I could be warm, but did, did, don't they do that to LA too, also? Yeah, we were speaking about that last week as well. Yeah, you know what I mean. LA too, probably, but but I I think that LA too did that? some some underhanded things no. to to the you know to to kind of like piss people off. <laughs> so that's really where where. Uh, and I don't think that everything that Keith did that with with was was with along with LA too. I think no, no. there was a, a certain period. I think period. you uh, you yourself mentioned that you're gonna meet up with Clayton Patterson later today. I know I just dropped it off before. That's why I was late because I had okay. to drop off something. I think him. he's like a big advocate of um trying to get uh, recognition for for Angel. What's his name? Angel Ortiz. Angel Ortiz. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, Angels is is like. You know, I mean, he's a, he's kind of a, a, in a in in a sorry kind of situation because he's, he's still strung out and you know, and he's burned a lot of people, so people don't trust him. You know, people that have done him try to look out for him, and he just burned them, which is what happens when you're strung out. So, you know, whatever. I don't know what to what to you know. I don't know what to say about yeah, that. Yeah, let's go back to Samo for a second, um, if you if you don't mind. Um, I I mean, when I met. Chris Parker, who you know well, um, yeah, back Chris. in the day, um, yeah, Chris always would share some anecdotes from his experiences with Basquiat, and Rick has experience with Basquiat, and so do you. Um, maybe like you guys can just share any anecdote that you would. Maybe you know, doesn't have to be positive or negative, just whatever comes to mind. Um, I mean, Chris, Chris Parker talked about like Basquiat sleeping on the floor during his scene um, in that Jim Jarmusch movie, uh, Permanent Vacation, uh, his dance scene or whatever. And he talked about Basquiat sleeping in a box and like, and I don't know, also, um, I don't know, the hustles or the hustling that he had done or something. I, don't, I mean, it's just if you if you if, if, if you want to go that in that direction, if you want to say that at all. Well, it's kind of unavoidable. 
Well, I mean, all the, I don't know about the box thing. I never saw, I never saw Jones sleeping Maybe in a box. A <laughs> I think that's from that yeah. movie. Um, yeah, I don't know. Chris, Chris actually said that. He did. No, he used to always hang out. He would always sleep, end up sleeping at like the Albert and the Earl Hotel, like those really cheap hotels in near Washington Square Park. Yeah. That's really where he was crashing. I don't know about this sleeping in the park shit. Mm. Maybe he slept one time in the park, but Jean was very resourceful. He would not have to sleep in the park. He would he would he would hook up with with either a, a a woman or a man to have a place to sleep, and he could do that very easily. Yeah. So that's he wouldn't he wouldn't need to do that. Yeah. You know, he was too clever for that, and he was from a middle class family. He's not exactly you know like this comfortable right. in in filth. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and but so I, I don't know about it. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of bullshit around Jean Michel, you know. Mm-hmm. Jean-Michel was a fallible human being. They just, he was not this, this fucking, you know, like, yeah, like alien saint stuff, from yeah. fucking another planet. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a, a, a person who had insecurities and, and, and all kinds of issues, you know. And, and the fact that he was so fucking hung up on being famous is really what was his downfall because... And, or anybody, it could be anybody's downfall. Because if you if you're motivated by the by the reward, you forget what the fuck it is that you're doing. You know what I mean? He needed to live longer to to go through that he understanding. Ex- he died too soon to to because you go through these trials and tribulations, and you either fucking wake up or you know you put yourself to sleep. I guess, but it's a shame. That's that's the worst part about it. I mean, he should have been able to to go through those. Right, because he was he was extremely yeah he was extremely intelligent and he was it was unlucky that yeah he was brilliant but but it's and it's unlucky that he had that 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 he he didn't get past that that because I think he was starting to see that towards the end I think he was starting to notice that this is not a happy life well I was with him the last months it just happened to turn out that way all because of Reg heard a conversation between me and John and he said, why don't you help John out? You know, because he needed somebody to take care of him in a way. And I right. was a friend of his. So I said, sure. And I was there at the end and it was very strange. It was very, very strange. It's because I had a sense of it a little bit that like, there's something really weird. He's like not handling this very well. And I told Reg anyway, I don't want to get too much into it because it's. But someday I'll, I'll give it a full. Do you do you know anything? Of it. Do you know anything about that trip down to New Orleans? Just before he died. Yeah, I thought or he May. Why? Oh, in May. No, I'm not yeah. sure. You just, know, just I out was, of curiosity. Yeah, no. People have asked about that. Um, this he picture here really with Kevin Bray and him and and uh, somebody else. No, and I'm that, not sure. The African guy. Was oh, it? Shange? No, not Shange. Shange was... Oh, was, Altara. Yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 Altara. Yeah, they were friends. Right. I think he went to Africa with him. Yeah, he did. I yeah. think one time he went to Africa. He yeah. Went and his girlfriend went with him. John. What was her, her name? name? Glenn or... No. Something Glenn. Do you remember? I can't remember. Nah, name. Not, 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 uh, not Jennifer's uh, good. Not, yeah, Jarvis? it was her. No? It was? I don't know. So. But there was this 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 girl that had like a quasi Nordic name or something. I forgot. Oh, you mean Iman? Or, or, or his roommate? Or he had her living in the basement? Actually, what was her name? Iman was her last name, I believe. Something. Something like that. Yeah, he had her living in the basement. Yeah, she was there. She was like Quasimodo. She was, 
<laughs> she was like a ma- like a like a Ford model Quasimodo. Yeah. <laughs> so um talking about uh, graffiti art in new york city talking about graffiti art in new york city and um the mayors that um had these battles uh, was it was it koch was that the one that oh it was koch 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 it was a battle it was a fucking a uh a, 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 a war a straight up war on graffiti trying to and he won it. He, he put it more security of, on on the, at the train yards and layups. Um, they changed the, the metal surveillance the uh, surveillance uh, harsher harsher uh, penalties, um, so, quicker cleaning, which mm-hmm. is discouraging because nobody could see their name anymore. They, so, they changed the, the material on the exterior of the trains, right? Well, they like they, they uh, started not material, but they started spraying like like coatings on okay. things so that's that the like shit would beat up and right. and and it was getting they were going they were really spend, spending some some big money on cleaning the trains like like right quick. That's the minute the minute that until in the, like in the in the eighties, the minute something got sprayed, they would just clean it and they would not run the train. Wow. In other words, it would not leave the, leave the layup. You so know? The, these opponents against graffiti equated with urban decay, right? I mean, I was, I was. Well, that was yeah, the broken window it's theory. It's yeah, it's it's it 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 if if something looks shoddy, you people are not going to want to use it, and that that was essentially the the uh, the psychology that. there. So and 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 of course. The the ridership went up when the the, the cleans the trains were cleaner, safer, more police. It's you know it was it's, yeah I mean, it was gonna happen eventually. Yeah. I mean let's face it, graffiti was is is still illegal. You can't just go and spray uh, uh, paint or, or or write on somebody's property. I mean it's just would you would you let somebody just go spray paint your automobile or something? Right. <laughs> it's. it's so of course, you yeah. know. I mean, it's that's Futura, just the Futura nature of it. Futura says it at the end of the Clash song. They blew forty mil, they say, or something. The MT blew a yeah. certain amount of money to go after it. Yeah, they blew a lot of money, a <laughs> lot of money, a lot of money, and well, like said, and they, and then they 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 basically won that a war. It was a war against graffiti, and it was very actively fought. It was for real. Yeah. With yeah. that intent, you know, we we're gonna get abolish this shit. Got to make it like push it back. What's interesting is the Keith Aaron thing. He did it illegally, but he also had like stuff. But Keith, like Keith was doing was something different. He wasn't. He wasn't writing his um, name. You know, it yeah. wasn't letter form. It was a. It was, right. he, was, he was making people smile, which is a different thing. You know, yeah. it's a. It's a, If he started out with chalk, you know, on the black when they blacked out the the ad panels. Right. So yes, he was appropriating public space. Yes, he was, you know, uh, he was doing something that was was it, it, it was not without permission. It's it definitely like against the law. So it was a, definitely a crossover. Yeah. Because it was no longer a, a name name uh, name for the same thing with Samo. Samo is often described as a art a, a, a conceptual art graffiti because it was not. A tag. It was yeah, a, yeah. a a a poetic. brand or p- product that we yeah, and, and sometimes yeah. poetic, a brand or a product that we were trying to to create that didn't exist, but it, we, we, we would it, it was as an alternative to this, as an end to that, like a the religion, the crown, 
No, the crown, that's Bas Basquiat's well, crown. everybody was using a crown. But his Many is... people have a crown. Yeah. But Samo never had a crown. Samo. That, oh, no, Samo, you're right. Samo didn't have Jean-Michel. Right. Branded right. his stuff point, with a crown. Though. And people, with, with the way information is is hmm. proliferated, well, you know, because there's a crown and because Jean-Michel is, is, is uh, associated with Samo, they put the same O on top of the crown, mm. and and, oh, and somehow voila, then right, you have the right. same. People have said, "Oh, how about the same O crown?" And I say, "There is no such a thing it's as like, a same O thing," huh. because if you look at, at any photographs of old Samos, you're not going to see a crown. Yeah. It's not doesn't exist. So, but you know, the the cult of the once again the cult of the personality misinformation is 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 is, is abundant. There's no shortage of bullshit. Yeah. But that was a decision between the two of you, right? There was no, it wasn't even a yeah, conversation. Was, yeah, we just right. did, it was, never, there was no crown. It was like, oh, do, are we going to put a crown? No. Well, yeah, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of conversations in 1978 when SEMA was formed, um, you know, there's a lot of, there's so much uh, information online about you and, and him coming up with the same old, uh, they, they got the me time. they got me in the fucking Times square show too so man. yeah oh yeah that's it. yeah <laughs> i know right no. like this some woman fake, fake this news. woman who sent me this this thing that she wrote about uh, street art you know and it's like oh no here we go another street art uh, article and she goes uh she's talking about rag and bone that store yeah. over on houston yeah and they said some of our some of the artists who, who we've paid to do murals and they had my name in there and i was like uh, i've never fuck, i don't even know who those people are nor have i ever stepped foot in there and somehow where's the money you gave me for this mural I, fuck, i'll go pick it up right now damn yeah so it's just Maybe like make me too make, younger than, it, than i am I was yeah. born in 58. <laughs> All right. Well, 58, well. I was born in 56. Really? Oh, you look good. Years. 56, you're three years older than me. I'm, I'm 59. Oh. I'm in, I was yeah. born in 59. I'm 63. Wow. Yeah, I was born in 1959. Wow. Castro. John in 96. He, he was a year and a half younger than me. Oh. I'm, I'm June, I'm June in, in 59. He's all the way at the end of 60. So that's a year and a half. He was in December. December twenty second. His birthday's coming up. So it'll be what? Sixty one. Sixty sixty two? Sixty two. All right. So no, you guys 61. you guys were born and raised in New York City. Um and you witnessed uh, and, and partook in, in uh, well I mean actually you weren't you Rick the Troll wasn't writing on the wall. Um, no, I did a few things. Did you? They're, they're on there. They're on the document. You did some stencils? Is that what you did? Or? No, I did some stuff at the piers. And then I did a few things. Oh, you, you, you did some stuff at the piers. All yeah, right. Yeah, there's like most right. images of right. them. Because Aldo from, from, uh, Aldo from uh, Howe was asking, why didn't we include piers? But, um, we did, but it was it was because it was more street art. Yeah. yeah and we no, were trying to make that distinction in the yeah, show yeah. as opposed to I mean, yes, street art was inspired by graffiti, obviously, because it was appropriating public space, and and like I, I was describing the, the Keith Haring stuff. Speaking of street art, I, I ran into, or we ran into Christopher Hart Chambers last weekend. I saw Chambers the, yesterday. Yeah. So with uh, Avant, um, you know, Chris, Chris says that. Uh, do you guys remember his? Um, oh yeah. His yeah, I remember yeah, Avant. Like, yeah, I sure. Well, but you know, the other one is Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Hamilton, Hamilton was a little was a little more, uh, I think, more 
uh, he really he kind of made a prototype for street art in terms of like painting on the ground and stuff like that. What Avant was doing was they were taking pieces that they made in the studio and putting right. it out in public, which is a little bit different from going and making a piece on on oh, yeah. location. It's well, very different. It was like a performance. Yeah. That he did in secret. You know? Well, he he did he did the body outlines, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah. I mean, that's the first time I saw Hamilton. I saw that photo one. I have eyes for you. On right, 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 right. Creepy. And stuff. then it was Shadow Man. That was, but he was good. But he was. Remember the little umbrella, the umbra, purple umbrella lady that sprayed around. That was no. a bunch of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it there was, was a, a bunch being done for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there was a bunch of people that were doing, and some yeah. of it was early stencil work. Um, I'm trying to remember. But uh, Hamilton, yeah, Hamilton was doing um, was doing real like I mean, what I think is it, 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 he laid a template for for that type of work, yeah. where it's on location. It's not you're drawing something and then go wheat paste it right. up, which is what Avant was doing. You know, it's very different. It's a yeah. different thing because you're executing it there it, on the spot. Know, his work was perfectly calibrated for that because it was that silhouette. It was right. Like, he could knock it out like boom. It's right. It was exactly. Out. Remember that guy who, who was who, who was like who was doing that homage to him, and he did like twenty five yeah, here in New I York. Know what you mean? Yeah, that guy. What was that guy's name? Or, or, no, he was he, oh. a guy who came to New York like two years ago. Oh, I know Monty. Not Monty. Monty. Oh. <laughs> no, Monty. Well, Monty wrote that book. Yeah. No, there was a guy, a, a, a young man from. Oh, I know. From he's out west. About. I don't know the he's guy. Like a, he's like he's like some name. sort of like he's like a mountain bike champion, and, and he, he came and he did. He was doing um, sword, Hamilton homages, like these yeah, like yeah. new, the new improved <laughs> Shadow Man, and people were. And he got an article in the New York. They they even contacted me and they asked me how I what I thought about the guy and I was like well it's you know I thought it was excessive to put so much energy into into an homage right. I could see one or two but if you're doing like like you know like he went to like 15 it's, it's, cities and it's did this. gimmicky it's gimmicky it's, it's way gimmicky it's like dude I, I mean you really really into Hamilton you know <laughs> it's like a stone it's like you want to be him you know yeah. It's like you need to like get a really bad drug habit and like fucking <laughs> like whatever. But it was just it was it seemed a little upset, like not a lot obsessive, not a little. You kind of put yourself in a corner. It's like it? mm, yeah, it's, it gets weird. So I said, I wouldn't you know, like somebody do that about me though. Yeah, right. Oh, I do these weird. Oh, or Al, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it gets a little creepy. It's a little fucking creepy. It's like some kind of stalker or something. So um, from trains to roll gates and walls, um, the nineties is that when they started using that like the fire extinguisher? Um, I think like, maybe a little later than that. I think those, what was the, that about? The, they have these these pressure. It's like a it's like what well, I guess like what what exterminators use. You know, it's like a pump. You know, it's a, a, to what? a clean, tank. Clean stuff. To no to spray paint. Oh, wow. Yeah, to spray the, oh. in the, in that show the at two fifty. Mm -hmm. There's an example of a guy using it in a Berlin. He's doing a smiley face, yeah. big fucking smiley face, like twenty feet wide kind of shit. 
and it's like spraying it with this. It's basically like, like was, yeah, like when the guys he, come to kill the roaches in, in the in the in the in, your, in the seventies. Was I was there a connection with the um, the advancement of spray paint and 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 um, you know the medium? Like, was it? I mean, it was available. It's, was was there something like it's that? become? It's become like. Yeah, there's like technology. Did they not like they, 50s or 40s or 30s? No, yeah, no, so no, no. Like, we used, I mean, we made our, our own fat caps. Like mm. we would go in the uh, supermarket and steal the, the, the tops off the, the Jafoam oven cleaner oh, oh, or okay. the okay. Niagara spray starch because okay. it had a really big spread. Right. But that's, that's, I don't know who figured that out, yeah. but we all, you know, word of mouth, you find out about mm. the shit and it's like, oh, you got to do this. But now they have factory-made different size nozzles to right. spray for anything mm -hmm. from, you know, a thin line to a very thick line. You know? There's more colors, right? Oh shit! There's right. like yeah. there's like a hundred thousand times more colors. <laughs> I mean, it was like the basic kind of like, you know, except for Krylon. Krylon was the first company to come out with the custom colors. Like they, they would have like. Like a school bus yellow and yeah, Lee, Lee Canonas was telling Lee, me about that. Yeah, Lee can, yeah, Lee Lee was, was was a yeah, he was one he came in came in a little later from, from my generation. And and by then like people like Crash and those guys, they were already taking it to the next to the next refinement, you know? Hmm. That class of uh, as a matter of fact, the seventeenth, which is next Saturday, I think, we have a talk in the afternoon with Lee Crash um dave chino who who is who is who is um one of the the people who worked at, uh, beyond the streets and and right. and carlo mccormick is going to is going to uh, facilitate a discussion on the mainstreaming of graffiti and it was those that generation of guys and that type of of, of people who were more more uh savvy more more um they just had had a little more on the ball than and a lot of the guys from my generation did, and they were able to really take graffiti and make it more commercially viable, you know? Yeah. Um, Futura, too, right? And Futura, of course. Futura has a piece. I just added a Futura piece um, in, in the, to the 250 show. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, Futura is, a, is another really perfect example of that, those people who, who stepped it up, you know? It didn't just end with... See the problem, you know, a problem I have with with a lot of older graffiti guys from my my generation is that you know, it, they, some people think it ended there. You know, anything that came, it's like this. It's like oh, graffiti died, but you know, as soon as you quit, every it it, it you know, it, it no longer it's. But but the truth is that, it, that even envy? it's is it's. How is that? Is that an, kind of envy? I think it's yeah. all that is bitterness. It's just you know, it's just like you you know, it's like you don't want to you don't want to root for the for the young you know. You need to pass the baton, you no? Know, with anything. Like Lady Pink is in there. Lady Pink came later too, but she was yeah. she was you know because she was not the first woman writer. She's yeah. part she's part of that group of people. Def definitely, I would put her fashion in motive. Fashion motive, yeah. 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 Remember that crash painting at the outside of it? Or was that Lee? This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. 
FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. I think I forgot. It might have been a leap piece. Yeah. All right. So people describe um, the streets in New York City during the pandemic, uh, you know, 2020, 2021 as uh, as an explosion of lawlessness, <laughs> lawlessness and, and a lot of artists coming out. It's just true. Taking it advantage is true. Of it all. Is it, was well, 2020, 2020, 2021, like the, the lockdown? 2020 was during the lockdown. During the lockdown there was a it's, lot of, I, it's, I it's, know. Is it comparable to the amount of graffiti that was on, in this, or street art and graffiti from the 70s and 80s? On or? the subways, that, because the subways were so heavily covered in the 70s, um, the pandemic produced a lot of street graffiti yeah. that, uh, to the, that was comparable in volume to the 70s subway graffiti because uh-huh. all those store gates and oh, everything yeah, yeah. there was, was all everything it, right? was all, covered all, and like people doing covered, rooftops yeah. everywhere the city becomes this this like it's not so it's not so much the the subways anymore mm-hmm. it's because of, because it, it that's be, because it's such a difficult target yeah so the only graffiti in the subways like that's graffito stuff, right? Or scratching on the glass. Well, that and and tags acid, on tile, acid. tags on tile, but uh, very few, very yeah. few tags on the trains yeah. because their penalties Party are harsh. Out. There's a lot of surveillance. Um, it's not and, worth it, right? And it's yeah. not uh, yeah. for me. It's not the only guys. These guys come from Europe and they fucking all, they end up dying and shit like yeah. that. But they, yeah, I've heard they have about commando that. Teams there were there were a lot of tourists. There were a lot of tourists it's coming like, here. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. That's why I guess it's, like, it's an honor like, for them. They get like, yo, we, we must go to New York, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and it's fucking. And then like, and they end up on the fucking cover of the post, you know? I mean, it's fucking nuts. But they do. They come in like t- commando teams with like special gear and mm-hmm. anti-surveillance equipment, and they and then the train never fucking makes it to the because as soon as it gets painted, the it's MTA says that's not going out. Mm-hmm. So, so you better take some some. So the only place you see it. The party is where it is. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Okay, I, I I'm I'm with that. It's like oh, you guys are a bit late to the party. I mean, I guess it's a compliment. I mean, they're just but it's they, like, they yeah, idol, okay. They well, they, well, that's that that it, it is for that. For, that's one of the reasons that 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 the City of Kings exhibit has it, uh, has is is legitimate because the fact is that everyone emulates New York when it comes to graffiti. Yeah. We we are the prototype for the entire globe. I was just in Toronto about a month and a half ago, and the, it's like they have homages to to uh iconic new york city graffiti oh, wow. personalities hmm. it's like oh shit there's like a you know like a a case to um, a, a memorial there and they, he probably never went there so but it's just like you know they're like oh you know <laughs> <laughs> and every style that you see looks like some shit that came, or, was originated in new york you know i mean not everything but most the both of them so you got you, you have i mean the, the truth is that new york set the the standard for it you know okay so switching uh to um the 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 this i guess they i'm guessing they're millennials maybe there's some generation x mixed in but the oil protesters um you know hitting up the ferraris you know ferrari like um showcase um you know like the clamped and the, the whatever museums, and the yeah museums. like they're you know they're they're, they're, they're protest yeah but none of that none of those works none of those works, the of those works were ruined right. so right they're they like covered in glass but, so but i mean what are your thoughts on people 
um, just trying to get attention. They are getting attention um, for their, their cause. It's kind of a stupid target. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. it's 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 kind of pointless. If I, I saw them do it. I, yeah, I was like, I why mean, would you do something? So, it's like you're. It's it's so mis. It's yeah. You, it, I I mean, why don't you do something to like a, an oil refinery? Grow a set of balls. You want to do some shit? Go yeah, go exactly. fucking not into an art museum. What the fuck is kind of target is that? Terrific. If you you know go show some fucking balls, literally, and do some sh- some some shit that might get you machine gun, not like knocked down by a fucking art guard who's like seventy two. Yeah. You know his 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 part time job type shit. It's like <laughs> that's my uncle, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like th- yeah, there's no there's that's that to me is 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 really tepid, flaccid activism. You know, it's like really. Yeah, it's it's weak. It's weak. Right, right. I mean, there's a lot of contradiction, contradiction, contradictions that exist uh, within the materials they're using. Um, you know, to stop big oil anyway. I mean, with like the tomatoes, well, and some of them they're using some like like oil, like, oil-based paint or like their, <laughs> well, that's their funny, backpacks though. and their sneakers. Or you know, Campbell's, Campbell's soup on the fucking on the wall. Yeah, that's, that's funny. funny. <laughs> it's uh, stupid, but it's fucking. It's kind of it's appropriate. Kind of is what it is. I know. I mean, that's a lot of energy that you could put into doing yeah. planning and executing that. I mean, you can make something really kind of good. I guess if I was if you use that, if you take all those calories and fucking energy and and put it into something productive, you can do something much more effective. Okay. Maybe they should raise the penalties for these knuckleheads, like really through the roof. Man. Through the roof, like they, they hit the guillotine. <laughs> Well, um, it made me think of um, you. You reintroduced Samo, the the tag Samo. Um, was it during the Trump administration? Is that it was. It was the day the no, not the day, like a day after, after the 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 the, um, the election, the results were were uh, announced. Uh-huh. I was like, this is fucking crazy. We got this. How the fuck did that happen? Yeah. So and I had been doing, um, I had been doing my my signage, which is, you know, which is constrained writing. And there's only when you don't have a full alphabet, you can't, you can't, you know, can't really, yeah, you can't really uh, say things straightforwardly. Mm-hmm. So I was like, and combined with the fact that I was really tired of this whole like this misconstrued thing like Samo was Jean-Michel's bus, uh, tag or his nickname or something. And it was a good combination of, of reasons to bring it back so that I could, one, say things about like this, what, what I felt about like, you know, this whole Trump thing. And, and two, to, to give an entire generation a, a true example of what a Samo actually was. Yeah. You know, and I and at first I received a lot of like, why are you writing Muscat's tag? Like, like people in tears, like oh, we're gonna we're gonna sue you. Like this, oh yeah, I like you have that got to expe- see the fucking text that, that I. I mean, yeah, I guess, but there was one I, I I received some fucking shit that was hilarious, man. This one woman was like, you you're writing Muscat's tag. That's you can't do that. Wow. And she goes, and she, what would she say? She goes, what the hell is it? I met Pat Fields once. I know. 
I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> she met Pat Fields oh, once. Yeah. So she was an expert wow. on saying, hey, I, I really, I mean, it was like stuff like that. So people are like, oh, now you're like getting on, uh, trying to trying to ride on, on, on Basquiat's tail or something. But that was like, the initial response. That was the initial response, right. like, but like for like a year. Yeah, what you did a sh- you did that show when what was Basquiat's like? They did a show at Basquiat's studio, right? And and right, I did a show. Year. I did a show. What year was that? Two thousand seventeen. It was because the, because the space that was in twenty eighteen. Okay. It was the thirtieth anniversary of his of his. I think that's when I was like. Yeah, like Samo and Aldeas, and I kind of that's kind of like when I learned learned about you more. Um, at that it was it was it was purposely yeah, done for that. Um, we approached. I mean, I was with Adrian Wilson, who I I no longer associate with because he he turned out to be somebody who who I didn't. Our relationship was not very productive, um, but um, we together got got the the idea to. Uh, to um to do a a a um a commemor or an, a tribute for the thirtieth anniversary, and then Adrian later and we did they said they they said that they would turn a blind eye that they they're not supposed to okay something like that because it's a landmark building etc cetera, etc. Cetera. So I did it anyway. I I had like five people with me and it was uh, July. Oh no! It was August. It was, it was his his uh, anniversary for, for his thirtieth uh, death. So it was August, and it was a hot day. And I just, you know, I, mean, I had some stuff printed up, and I pasted it on there. And everyone, you know, we just hung out. We, it was like an afternoon on the on sidewalk beach, you know, mm-hmm. and we were just hanging there, and it was Great fun. Jones. What's that, Great Jones? Yeah. 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 So I I did the uh, I I did not sign up to be uh, to be a face for uh, something products or something. It was, mm-hmm. and then across the street was it like a, a, a Basquiat. It's it's funny that they put it there, but there was like this kind of Basquiat-looking guy drinking Avion water. <laughs> oh, man. So it was it was like a conversation with that that sign, and and it, and it stayed there for a long time. Was, that's what you see when they did the the B roll for the Warhol the Warhol um, diaries, and they showed. The front of that that space, they show it's like all my my letters are there. Oh, okay. Anyway, that was what was left of it by then. But um, so yeah. I, I I kind of went off the point. What was I was trying to describe? Well, we so were, I was yeah. So I I, I introduction of so I was it was time. So yeah, I couldn't I couldn't write write things uh, clear clearly with with uh, without a full alphabet. So. And it was, uh, yeah. So I, how did it feel after years of? I, it was. I got more and more into it. At first, it was a little awkward. It was like uh, you know, okay. like strange. I was like, oh man, this is like so old, but but it was new. So so then I got I got into a groove. I stayed. I did it for until February of 2019 when I got caught, or some cleanup, some cleaning lady, or MTA cleaning lady. Went over. She 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 was sussing me out because she had seen me before, and apparently the MTA had put out um, a, um, a, war- a a warrant for me. Okay. They well no after this, but uh, they they were telling the cleanup the cleaning people on the R line to keep an eye for the same old guy, and she followed me, 
And she didn't see me writing, but she went over to the ink and it was wet. And then she tried to take a picture. I was with Mariah. And we like fucking ran out of the station. And I don't know, maybe like two weeks later, I got a call. Wow. I got a call from the, from the New York City, uh, the Citywide Vandal Squad. Oh, wow. I was like, get out of here. Yeah, I thought it was somebody joking. Yeah. <laughs> but they got my number. They, they uh, I mean, surveillance is a motherfucker. But the thing is that they could have easily gone to one of my shows and like acted like a graffiti guy. And I, I gave them my card. And, and that's how they got my number. They fucking called me on my cell phone. Hmm. And I was there with, I was there with, with Dave Navarro was there with, with me. Because he was, we were signing print, a, a, a series of prints that we did together, All right. and and a, a, a Brian 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 uh, Hamill, a, a printer I work with, and I was like, oh shit, and they're like, what happened? And I was like, I mean, I had fucking butterflies, you know, holy shit, that's for is it for real? Is it somebody fucking prank? And sure enough, I I I tried to turn a blind eye to it. And they, because they said you can come, we can give you a DAT if you come to the, to the, to the, uh, to the uh, you'll get a fine if you come to the, uh, to the, the pr- a local precinct. DAT. The desk appearance uh-huh. ticket, so you don't get locked up. So uh, and then I went, I ended up going to Puerto Rico, and I was back maybe, maybe four, four weeks. Um, another month had passed, and they said, "Listen, dude, you never showed up. You fucking blocked the phone." And I, they, they called me on another phone. And I say, we got a warrant for you now. You got to come in. So I, I had to show up. I was, it was very real. I had to show up 5.30 in the morning to the, my local precinct because the citywide task force does not have a precinct. They have to arrest you at your lo- closest precinct. Wow. So I went there. They cuffed me. They took me to fucking uh-huh. Brooklyn uh, detention and to the, to the criminal, criminal court. And I, I had to pay a, a criminal lawyer. Because to get out of this, I was not going to use a fucking, uh, what is it? Uh, 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 what do they call it? Pro bono. Pro bono, yeah, but you know the, the, the court, of, yeah, those court yeah, attorney. attorneys. And it cost me a little money. and uh, But I got off scot-free 100%. Right. The judge was, I mean, the, the lawyer I got through a good friend who's a, a people who, who law, other lawyers, had been uh, ADA at that same court, so he knew everybody in the fucking. They they all know each other. They go to fucking yeah. lunch together, and, like uh, you know, after they have arguments for for, for uh, you know. So there's no record. No, I got it, it was it was yes it was expunged after six yeah. months. Right. She said like stay out of trouble. And what that day that you got caught was that just, was that a marker? Or, yeah, it was, it was a mostly marker that I did. It was just. Messages on the on the uh, on the subway. Oh, uh, this time it was on the subway because the original Samos were were on mostly on the street. It was not really a subway project. It was a street right. project. So that was like 2019 then. Okay. So 2019, I got I started in late 2016 and early 2019. I had to cool it. They were like, dude, just you know, stop. Yeah. And that was it. And I and then after that, but I, I in the meantime, I had been doing going around the states to different cities and putting samples you know at this point the only the only corner i haven't hit it was was uh the north pacific like seattle and those places mm-hmm. i wouldn't mind doing that having a reason to go out there right i went to indiana i went to miami a few times but uh um texas texas i had a show in texas i don't know if i did it did anything. rick you're going out to oregon now. 
Austin. Yeah. I did some stuff in Austin, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got Texas. Um, and you were you were in New Orleans a couple of weeks ago too. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think um, like do we have? Uh, let's see. I think we got a lot of you know we got a lot of uh, we, we covered a lot of stuff and it's about forty nine minutes, so I think we're good. Um, what was what was that Dave Navarro project? I think I saw that on your. Dave, I just saw, like, talked to Dave. He took an interest in me because of. He he uh, he saw Sarah Driver's film, and he got this sense like, oh, because he had a similar thing with the with the Chili Peppers, like you know, like like the Odd Man Out kind of kind of thing, and and uh, he he could relate to to like me talking about about Jean Michel or, or Kenny Sharp saying all of a sudden, you know, it was just it he, was just uh, he curated some um, some visual artists for like a like a music festival or something that you were in was that am i correct about that or no no he, we no. we we did some collab actual visual art collaboration oh, okay. he, he wanted to to explore visual art and and was kind of trepidatious about it because he thought he was going to be judged because he was like oh it's the fucking rock star is right. trying to be like Crossover. you know like yeah <laughs> But he was—he's done some cool stuff, and we did some good stuff together. And where can we see? Is that online or? Like, I would imagine yeah. it's probably on my Instagram. It's on. All right. We'll check um, that out. Uh, there's uh, more like 2018 was a year. 2019 we did stuff. 20, 2020 even. Uh, we did two or three pro- three or, yeah about three projects together. Were you, were um, you ever Prince. a addiction fan? Or yeah, a little bit. All right. It's. I like Einstein and Neubauer. Oh, you like that? Yeah, industrial. Yeah, they were great. Yeah. He still does like the Bordeaux. Still around, right? Yeah. Yeah, I still see people that 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 crazy symbol with the the little. He looks like a cave drawing guy. Like. Yeah. Can... That that symbol became like like almost like just iconic, you know, like like just because yeah. it's a cool looking logo. Yeah. That's that's really important for people to have a good logo. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, maybe those are the those are good words of wisdom and um, yeah. The branding, <laughs> of course. Yeah. I mean, you so know. we're gonna wrap it up. Um, thank you to Al Diaz, Rick Kroll. Right, thanks, thank thanks, you guys. Uh, I thank give you. Give a shout out a to Lee Wells for um, giving thanks, us Lee. the uh, access to the IFAC. Um, facility and thanks. thanks to christina and nicola for introducing me to al and al you know come vi- visiting the project space um on 21st street brian leo projects and thanks to noah from white hot magazine thanks, noah. thank you noah all right so um have a great day